You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. The future comes, and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall miss no game, withhold no news, report all rumors. I shall wear no jerseys, and plead allegiance to no side. I shall live and die on my webpage. I am the word in the darkness. I am the watcher of the TV. I am the megaphone that informs the realms of geek. I pledge my hands and name to the Geek's Watch, for the Geeks and all the Geeks to come. Welcome to this special DC Fandome edition of Overtime. (laughs) (laughs) You had the opportunity to sit and watch the streaming event of Warner Brothers DC Universe, I guess is the best way to put it. They talked a lot about their uh, movie properties and uh, a little bit about their TV properties and video game properties. And I have Steven and Andy here talking to us about what we saw come out of DC Fandom. Yes. Hello, everybody. Hello. (laughs) First of all, like, what did you guys think of the event in, in general? Like, what did you think of how they handled it? maybe in comparison to San Diego Comic-Con at home. They did a good job. Honestly, the only thing I didn't like was when they would try to give a reason for why a person was on like a CG, like a green screen background. Oh. Like they had, uh, what's his name? Um, the the guy from Arrested Development. Uh, he like fell into the scene. I was like, I didn't need that. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Job from Arrested Development. What's yeah. his name? I don't remember the actor's name right now. Will Arnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I did, I didn't need to have him pop into the screen. <laughs> you just put him in front of some something, and I get it. It's coronavirus. It's fine. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> I enjoyed it too. Um, were they in the same room, or I felt like it was recorded at different times, right? When there was two people on the screen. Oh, most oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, I feel like this is way off. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> you could tell the most in the Matt Reeves, uh, Aisha Tyler interview yes. section of the Batman. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it, they might have been on a teleconference with each other, but then they might have also just pre-recorded question, and then Matt Reeves comes in with the answer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one that we've seen happen a lot across all of the different digital offerings for events. Right. Um, right. I think one of the the most obvious ones was the recent Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. what like Night City Radio. There was definitely some times where it's like those two weren't talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. There was a part where like Matt Reeves like began a question like mid sentence. I was like, ooh, like I don't know what he <laughs> said right before that, but I was like, okay, like that it was, was cool. really racist. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess like, so. Like, Get that shit out of there. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to start that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I apologize, Matt Reeves. You're uh, good. Yeah, you know, I I want to say that they did a, a really good job. If this is a way that they're going to be doing conventions for the next year maybe it's it's best to have it like this where you integrate uh fans in with like early edition recorded questions and stuff like that 
make it so that the stars, so to speak, the celebrities have the, the ability to um, be comfortable and also uh, interact with the, the, the people that w- want to be there kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah. I think one of the, the biggest issues that most people had with this and San Diego Comic-Con at home is that we're, as a society right now, so used to doing Zoom calls for work that it was, it's, it's hard to sit there and look at uh, the same thing for, for something that's entertainment. Like if you're looking at a, a screen of just a bunch of heads, it's, it's, it, you, you can, your brain will, isn't getting out of that work mode, so to speak. So, uh, a lot of people tuned out at, at certain parts. Uh, was there any part that other than the trailers that we saw, was there any part that was a highlight for anybody? I honestly, hmm. I, I really liked when they, they went through, um, I, I feel like they were highlighting different things that we don't normally get during the big comic con events. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least they're not the things that make it out of comic con. Maybe they happen in person in comic con, but I mean, just like, super specific nitty gritty kind of things. Like um, we, we got things that were deep dives into uh, pieces from suicide squad. That's right. far, that's far out. If we don't have a trailer or anything like that mm-hmm. in a big way. And so, I mean, I don't think we would have normally gotten that. No, I think, I, I mean, I think you're right that it does happen at the conventions, like in person. And it's not something that comes out uh, like online because usually the things that come out online from San Diego Comic Con are more of uh you know the big trailers or big announcements yeah. like that mm-hmm. so but it it is a thing and it, it's nice that it was highlighted in this particular type of stream thing. Yeah. So Andy, did you have anything? Yeah, so so do we know like I guess the numbers of the people that actually watched the San Diego Comic Con did they ever talk about anything and then especially compared to these numbers did anyone has it, that been released at all? You know, I know numbers for San Diego Comic-Con were released. I don't know them personally. And if they've released numbers for this, then I haven't re- I haven't read them yet uh, as of this recording. Um, I, I do know that the entire internet talked about this event because oh, there's yeah. so little other like other pop culture, like interesting things that are coming out that this was the hot ticket. Well, I think the, one of the things that they did intelligently for this is that they they, they kept it down to a 24-hour stream. Like it was just one day, and really, it was only it was what ten a.m. to uh, five like p.m. Five, six p.m. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, it's really only that eight hours, but they're replaying the eight hours twice. So, San Diego Comic Con still tried to do four days worth of stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just like if people weren't going to the event, they're going to be going to work, and mm-hmm. you don't really have that time to spread out and. Saturday was uh, DC fandom was a Saturday. So people were just either watching it or they were on Twitter talking about it. Like it yeah. was, it, they, they were able to own that on Twitter for that day. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the reason I brought up the numbers was because like, I feel like not too many people are talking about comic con. And I feel like for that reason that it was spread out too much, like we got mm-hmm. news like on Thursday and then we got new Saturday and then like it was too spread out with this one. It was just like, Oh my God, here's the new trailer. Oh my God, here's this trailer. Like it was just back to back news. So I was like, oh, okay, that, I really like that. And they were also smart to keep it at, you know, like 20 minutes at the longest for the, yeah. some of these people, you know, like some of them were five minutes, some of them were 20 minutes, you know, it wasn't, it, and then they, they ended with a trailer if it was a big, if there was a, is big enough. I thought one of the great things that I saw was uh, Jim Lee, you know, being co publisher of DC Comics, did uh, portfolio reviews. Like mm-hmm. he, 
people sent in their artists sent in their portfolios and he grabbed one that he's like this artist is great like there he's doing a, he's doing a great was job steven Steven. but of doing cool stuff at comic cons oh yeah, yeah totally but he but this is like on the forefront this was on screen for everybody mm-hmm. who's watching fandom to, to look at and he's like these are the three things that i would change if he wants to get into like mainstream comic book drawing like to to make wow. himself better and i mean what kind of like advice is that i mean that's it's it's priceless advice right like from the, the guy who went from drawing comics to <laughs> reading his own uh comic book line then becoming dc's go-to uh uh person and then co-publisher of dc comics like it's <laughs> it, it it's 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 quite the advice so yeah i, I thought mean- that was pretty cool no, that, that was that was a really freaking cool one. I mean, you've seen a few more people kind of offering that kind of thing on like YouTube or Twitter for a couple of big art, big name artists and stuff, but none of them are Jim Lee, and it's not <laughs> happening during the equivalent of Comic Con digitally. You know, right, right. So, I mean, way to go. <laughs> <laughs> was there anything that was the most like lackluster for you guys? Like, do you think that there's anything that you would like to see get improved going forward besides mic quality for them? <laughs> <laughs> my quality my quality uh, there was uh some of the, the green screen was just a little too hokey it's it, it, it's just i mean i don't know i guess i mean green screen is you know technology is there it's yeah it, we, we watch you know big blockbuster movies at this point but it's just it it, it i don't know the, it the was whole, pre-edited <laughs> yeah it's all yeah it's pre-recorded it's all edited yeah it's just i i I don't know. Maybe if you did it to look too realistic, then you get away from the fact that people like, I don't know, maybe that becomes a discussion. Like, were they actually somewhere or was it, was it a green screen or what? So, well, plus, I mean, I mean, like, as, as we saw in the thing, it's not like they're not spending money on plenty of other things right now yeah. and when they're not taking yeah. in a lot of money, you know? So this, this was, uh, this was, and is after this still a bit of a gambit. Like, we don't know if people actually respond to this kind of thing long term or if it's just right now because there's a drought when everyone's right. out there with their digital offerings. If they put a whole bunch of money into green screen things and nobody <laughs> cares, they just wasted money. True. Yep. True. Okay. I just, I mean, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be that guy and I get it. I mean, I get why it's all virtual. I completely understand. I wear a mask and everything, but I just hope next year, if they do have this event, I hope it's in person. <laughs> I don't see how they would one. I don't see how they would do this. I mean, I guess I could see how they do this event in person, but it it it's the equivalent. It would be DZ's equivalent to like D twenty three. I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I was super curious. Is the fandom not a thing that exists already? Because no. Okay. Because the way that they talked about the event, they were like DC fandom is happening this day. It was <laughs> not like it was a unique event for this current situation they just talked about it like it was that's what it is <laughs> but you know that if they do it in person it, it means that that means they're going to monetize it and that means people yep. have to buy tickets and now there's lines again like hmm. this was so refreshing i mean i get it you don't get to rub you know elbows with with celebs or you know meet a, a your favorite comic book artist in person this way but like it's not sleeping on the sidewalk either. <laughs> Which I've done plenty of times at San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, I, and I feel like this is what's going to hurt Comic-Con because Marvel now has D23. DC is going to have Fandome. So 
I feel like a lot of the big, I mean, the ones that have been there since like day one are going to start leaving. Yeah, no, I think you're, you're absolutely right. This is, this, this could be the game changer for San Diego Comic-Con for Comic-Cons in general. Like, yeah. well, I guess more San Diego Comic-Con because San Diego Comic-Con became more about uh, industry stuff, Hollywood stuff, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to just comic books where, you know, what you, what you would call it, smaller cons are all about fans meeting up kind of thing. We, yeah. we do actually have a test case for this that's already happened in a time that wasn't coronavirus. Um, so I, pretty much everyone started rolling out di- uh, digital directs for the, all the video game publishers. Um, Nintendo Direct was like pretty much the bit the first big one, mm-hmm. uh, and then um, PlayStation was doing theirs, Xbox was doing theirs. Pretty much everyone's been doing digital offerings, and we saw E3 like basically oh, yeah. just like cave again. Um, like they had pretty much nobody that was lined up for this year. And then this year, luckily, took this bur- the burden of having a year with no one being there out of their hands. Wow. Where they didn't have to deal with it in the same way. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's still like pretty ruinous financially for them. But, um, but we've already seen digital offerings overtake a lot of the physical stuff. So I think we do see that happen a lot more with Comic-Con as well. I think so, too. But Mitch, you had particular things from this that you wanted to talk about. I mean, we wanted we 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 have to talk about the big things. We have to talk about the things that made it around the internet uh, on Saturday. And uh, I have to talk. I have to start off with the first thing that Steven sent me the the very morning, Saturday morning. He sent me the trailer for Gotham Knights, saying, Mm -hmm. "Hey, oh yeah, uh, you know, you haven't played any video games in a very long time. Do you think?" co-op batman game will get you to turn that system on to play a video game instead of stream videos on it i, just, I only use my playstation for streaming videos right now too so i'm right there with you but i want to play games with you mitch yeah i know i it's just i i only i, I use my ps4 to get to hulu or netflix <laughs> uh so i thought this game looked amazing like I've loved all the the Arkham games, and I'm pretty sure this isn't this isn't the same company, right? Oh, it no. is. That's the oh, crazy. It is. Part. Yeah, this is oh. Rocksteady. This isn't oh, even Rock- like this isn't even the part the the group that made uh, Arkham Knight, the one that people didn't like so much. Right. This is like bat like Batman Arkham games company Ooh. proper. So people are pretty jazzed about it. So I thought, quick, this, I thought this one was was. Something like oh, it's it's Warner Brother Games, uh, Montreal or something. I'm I'm gonna make sure here because like now now I'm worried because they might be the ones that are doing the Suicide Squad game. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They are. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, because I remember I just remember it being like a shakeup when I looked at it, and it it Rocksteady wasn't the one doing just the bats game. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no, I, I apologize for that one. For everyone on the internet, I know we're all excited. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't go after Stephen. He he just made a mistake. He got the two confused. <laughs> I am caffeinated. So so is it confirmed that it is going to be like a co-op game? Like you're going to play like like Mitch is going to be Nightwing. I'm going to be Batwoman. You're going to be like Robin. Like can we do I, that? They put, so they what, put out they put out gameplay, but I don't, I don't have they confirmed exactly how it works just yet. I believe what's been confirmed is that you can pick from the four different characters, Oof. and then you can play co-op, but you can only play two people at a time. So oh, okay, of okay. the two people, you can pick of the four characters. You can't have more than uh, two people playing at once. I, I yeah, I, is that that's how I understand it. 
Okay. Yeah, because like I, I try to watch some of the gameplay stuff to try to pick up on what I could from it, but a lot of it's getting conflated in my mind with the uh, the Avengers game that's coming out. Oh, okay. Um, right. The Avengers game's not great. <laughs> the beta is not great, is it? No, no, it is not. <laughs> I've heard I mean, that game has been like they've been showing stuff for that game. We're we're not talking about Avengers right now. We're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> So what was the, what was the highlight of that trailer for each of you? For the the Gotham Knights one? Yes. Andy. Me? Okay. Yeah. See, I asked Franny yesterday. I'm like I didn't really know the story between the Red Hood and how he was part of the Bat family. Oh. So I, I really wow. Yeah. You I, get to you get to mine an interesting vein now then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like I, I mean I've seen the movie the animated movie with the Red Hood and everything, but I was like, okay, I, I didn't know he was part of the Bat family, so I feel like that was pretty interesting for me. I got to learn more history about Batman and the Red Hood, and now I'm going to be able to play with him. <laughs> play as him. Play as him. Play with him, yeah. Play as him. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to yuck a yum here, man. You, you do it. You do what you want. <laughs> I mean, only with consent. <laughs> That's, true. Of That's true. Of course. <laughs> Uh, I loved, I, I loved the premise of of the game, like the idea that Batman is dead and he has these um, precursors set. That if like I, I can only imagine it's like if I don't hit this button on this computer every day at four p.m., you know, <laughs> uh, twelve hours later, a message will go out to the 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 my trusted bat family saying hey i'm dead you guys mm-hmm. need to take over kind of thing like uh-huh. to me that's how it plays out in my mind <laughs> yeah no, like, like like the the bat estate executor activates yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so and to see like like nightwing and uh you know babs uh, batgirl uh jason todd and damien uh of the four sidekicks it, it, I mean, those are the interesting ones, but I trust me, I still wanted mine. I, I wanted Tim Drake. I wanted, uh, I wanted uh, Azrael. Like I want, I want my sidekicks to show up. I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're getting other characters. Mm-hmm. I just want to yeah. put that out there, Mitch. I'm so sure you get more characters. There's but, no way they yeah. waste the chance to have the other characters. I don't know about Azrael. That one's asking a lot. <laughs> no, I'm just saying to play as. Like, do you get yeah. to play as these characters? Oh, so you, yeah, yeah. I can see them doing like Batwing and Signal and uh, 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 oh, uh, Orpheus or no, Orphan. Sorry, which is Cassandra Kane. <laughs> she used to be Batgirl. Yeah, like I could, or even Batwoman, like uh, Katie Kane. Like that could be mm-hmm. another cool ass uh, person to play as. But uh, yeah, you're right. Azrael is probably not going to make it, <laughs> 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 and that's okay. Do you guys have any predictions for this one? Because I am very certain Batman's not dead. Oh, that's what I was, exactly what I was going to say. I was like, I don't Third think he's act, dead. He's not dead. Like, that's the kind of cool thing about the video games that world of, of DC, though. Like, they, can, they created all of Injustice. Injustice allows you to have dead superheroes and bad Supermans. And, like, you know, it doesn't get retconned at the end. It's just, yeah. oh, it's another Earth. It's the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So this could most definitely be a multiverse Earth where Batman died, and and you know the other characters have to go hard. That's true. No, honestly, that could be something we see. I, now you asked what my favorite part of this was. My favorite yeah. character. My favorite character was seeing Arkham in like the daytime, or I'm, I'm sorry, Gotham in daytime in this trailer. 
Because you don't get to normally, right? Ever. <laughs> ever. It's eternal night in Gotham usually. <laughs> yeah. But no, How like, about, I, okay. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, this is all you. <laughs> How about I, I know you're a huge fan of the the cyberpunk like aesthetic and we got to see so much neon light in in this trailer <laughs> even um, the logo is neon <laughs> yeah which could have been like a very big detriment to it because that that harkens back to the Joel Schumacher age of Batman movies like there was neon lights and uh you know light up Mr. Freeze faces and uh, Two Face, you know, <laughs> shooting a, a, a into glow light into your face kind of thing. Like it could have really hurt them, but I think it pull it. Pu- they pull it out in this trailer. Yeah, I think we're at a point now, Mitch, where people are coming around on that, <laughs> and they feel nostalgia for those films yep. now. Like look around at the characters that we're seeing in anything. Like there's these two warring halves of DC that want to be really cheesy. And the other half that just wants it to be like edgelord grimdark stuff. (laughs) I don't know who wins this fight. Like in in this, in this whole event, we got the, the stuff for suicide squad with like polka dot man. Yep. (laughs) Right next to it was like the most emo Batman we've ever had, which I like just want to, Put that out there. Emo Batman. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, we're getting to both of those real, real, real quick. Don't worry. It's just, I think that these two halves can coexist, especially one being in a video game. You know, I yeah. think so. I think you're absolutely right. And I think the, the the video games are the playground that they can use to, to make big swings mm-hmm. uh, like this. I mean, obviously, if the game's not good, they're not going to make their money back, but... <laughs> It's uh, it's a it's a different thing altogether. I think uh, with with these like just like injustice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one more thing about the video game. I really liked what what it said. How it said it when like we went from nothing to like vigilantes, and from vigilantes, now we're gonna be heroes or something like that. I really mm-hmm. like just all that saying. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't quite get it though, but yes, I, it, it was it was a cool little like train because they end with knight, like they go from hero and now they're gonna become knights. And, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, I, do, I do wonder how deep they're gonna go into Red Hood. I don't think they're gonna go too deep because, well, he's the only one that's using guns. He's using guns throughout yeah. that game or that trailer, whereas everybody else is using blunt objects. Like yeah, kind of how's so, boombops? Yeah, <laughs> so. I don't know. And then, you know, the, of course, the trailer ends with the Court of Owls. Like, mm-hmm. how cool I, is that? Dude, I'm shocked. It's the first teaser for this game and, like, in general, was years ago. And yeah. the first teaser for this game was the Court of Owls sigil. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. For- I didn't even think about that. <laughs> It, it's been so long and for that to be like buried in at the end it i feel like there has to be this massive tone shift for this game like it's oh, like, like like a suicide squad kind of situation like original suicide squad trailer versus movie yes <laughs> yes yeah, i think you're absolutely right it's so odd it's not like anyone was upset in any way shape or form that they were doing court of owls everyone was fucking jazzed for them to be doing the court of owls that's what people have been asking for for ages and then when it finally comes it's like peppy skippy like bruce is dead but we're a family let's go get him <laughs> and 
I am so curious to see how this nets out. And I look forward to the 12-part essay series that Rafa and Franey will do about it. <laughs> I look forward to it, too. Yeah. Uh, so that the, the release date on that is not clear. It's just 2021. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. assuming probably next... Or 2021. Christmas holiday season of 2021. It's yep. the type of game that you'd buy for the holiday season. Put mm-hmm. right underneath that Christmas tree. Uh Speaking of video games, and we've talked about it a couple times already, the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Like did. that, they, we, we I guess we knew about a, a Suicide Squad game coming out from Rocksteady. It the kill the Justice League kind of was the 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 quiet part, right? Even though the yeah. I guess the teasers for it showed you um, hash or the uh, targets or what are those called? Reticles, the, the crosshairs. Crosshairs on the superheroes' heads. Andy, did, you, did you say that one right now, Andy? No. How did you not beat me to that? I know. One? No, well, I, I was thinking. I was thinking about the brainiac little three little dots, and then like mm. you're like talking something. I was like, oh, okay, reticle or the crosshairs. <laughs> so uh, I, I loved the trailer. I thought it was hilarious. You know, it, it's it fits right in with the the characters of. There's a so basically a war going on in the background and they're just playing and hanging out and <laughs> yeah waiting for something to happen and of course deadshot comes in and you know i never miss yes we get it you don't yeah. miss <laughs> you said it like four times today <laughs> uh, do you, either one of you have any idea about the voice actors in that I think one of the um, the guy who's doing uh boomerang he really sounds like the guy who does junk rat in overwatch to me Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think Tara Strong is probably Harley Quinn again. Yep. Um, for everyone else, I don't know as much. Mitch, I have I have two things for this one. For okay. This trailer in particular. Uh, one, this gameplay, or I I shouldn't say gameplay. Um, the trailer is just carrying all of the Sunset Overdrive vibes for anyone out there who knows the game. I don't know it, what that means. Uh, Sunset Overdrive was this uh, shooter that came out. It was Xbox exclusive. Um, really good, really cool, but didn't take off in a big way it was just the wrong time unfortunately for a good game um but it's got all of that energy going on in it so i'm really <laughs> curious to see if that carries over into the actual gameplay um the second thing mitch is why is king shark in everything right now i don't know <laughs> is, is there is there a big thing to him like do people love him is that well, long standing or is that new just like internet stuff i i think uh, you would have to think the uh flash tv show like they yeah. used him in the first season uh as a yeah. as a villain and then they brought him back like three more times giving him more personality over and over but the idea that you saw this giant cgi half man half shark on tv like on a tv show really hit with a lot of people mm-hmm. so i think i think that's what it is like we've moved on from the killer croc in the first suicide oh, yeah. Suicide Squad movie. Just because I, I, I just even though that movie won an Oscar for best makeup <laughs> and, and <laughs> I just don't think it looked good. So I think they're moving on to a CGI, you know, King Shark, uh, mm-hmm. just to to work that out. I just he's in everything. He's in the animated stuff. He's in like uh-huh. the movie <laughs> universe now. Um, this video game. I, I, I'm, I'm, I've been King Sharked. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like the only thing that I, I guess I was confused about was I didn't know Deadshot had like powers. I didn't know Boomerang had like guns out of his Boomerang. I don't know if any of that's in the comic books. 
I mean, Deadshot doesn't. Deadshot has powers the same way that Hawkeye has powers. If that's what you exactly mean. I, right. Yeah, he uh, did. They show him having powers in the trailer. Did I miss that? Yeah, like wasn't he like teleporting? That might be like Anybody? something in that's the game. Probably more like tech. Yeah, that yeah, because even because even um Captain Boomerang was like running fast. Like he was like the Flash. I was like, what? So <laughs> in the comic books, Captain Boomerang's son, Captain Boomerang Junior does have oh. super speed. Uh, I don't know if they're incorporating oh. the two or not, but the, you know what? It's going to probably end up being something like to be able to take out the suicide or take out the justice league. They're going to need to have some type of superpower. So they'll take yeah. something that will give them powers. Yeah. Or like, even if it's like an upgrade tree of some sort. Yeah. That's probably, you know, that's probably a, a thing that will happen too. That you makes know, more were, sense. Were you guys at all surprised by the thing at the end of the trailer with it being evil Superman? Well, I mean, it was, a, it was a, I think it was a cool turn. Like the the to see Superman and this being, you know, regular Superman, like burn out a dude with his yeah. vision. Like, how does he come back from that? Like, obviously, they don't get to kill Justice League. They don't get to kill Superman, but he has to come out of it at the end. Yep. And he has to be like, I straight up killed the dude. Like, how do I how do I atone for this? Like, Mister Blue Boy Scout. Mm. Yeah, I I feel like it's it's Suicide Squad. They can just excuse it at the end. He's like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" And yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "My work here is done." <laughs> um, uh, are are you as excited about this game as uh, as as the Gotham Knights? I think I like this one more. Ooh, really? Wow. Okay. <laughs> what what why what was it that that piqued your interest more? I, I'll enjoy the gameplay more. Okay. Yeah. I feel uh, like they're going to have funny banter in it. So, yeah. But I think Gotham Knights, it just seems amazing. I played Arkham Asylum, Arkham City. So I'm just ready for the next one. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for a Rocksteady that isn't doing an Arkham game. Because Arkham games, to me, always feel, even though the, the combat in them is so, it's it's still fluid. I still feel like I'm like this hulking like just destroying dudes tank batman i'm mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to them doing stuff where it's a little it like the characters are a little more nimble i should say hmm. yeah i i think it's going to be it's definitely going to be a lot of fun in in the the wide range of character that you can play in this like between harley quinn king shark uh deadshot and captain boomerang you're going to have different play styles for each of them mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure whereas and powers with, right and and as with with the the other the other game like essentially all those characters kind of fight the same way also like i'm, I'm looking yeah. at the, i'm looking at the list of games here and there it was what um arkham knight was 2015 uh and so i mean suicide squad uh the date is 2022 for this one so i mean They'll have oh, that's a true. lot of time to make a good game. No, that's that's absolutely <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, because I for, I forgot that it's going to come out twenty twenty two, right? Not twenty twenty one, which is insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, the it'll be. I think it'll probably be next gen only. I mean, yeah. oh, yeah. at that point, it's like it's the PlayStation Four came out in twenty thirteen. It's it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's move on to the Suicide Squad movie uh, trailer. 
and featurette if you watch both like uh what did you think about the reveal of all the characters like i am a pretty versed comic book reader (laughs) comic book person and i will tell you this other than the returning characters from uh the first suicide squad movie i don't know any of these other characters yeah i was watching a video of them explaining like some of the characters like uh-huh. um Palula Borg's character um Javelin like I was like who are these people I just need to know <laughs> at least like a little bit about them <laughs> I, for this one I didn't try to go read up on them at, at this point like I trust James Gunn whether that's to like for for better or for worse we'll see when the movie comes out um cuz I mean I I didn't like uh Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 very much I do. Uh, it was just something about the story, but sure. I think he does good work with characters, and that's what this is. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it, that's definitely. Was, I mean, I do trust that this movie is going to be fun. Fun. I just, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know these characters. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I do know Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Yeah. Idris Elba's character of Bloodsport, I do know, and it's, it's like I barely know that one. That's the only one that I recognize now, the name of. Uh, no, you I'm sorry. What you say? I was just gonna say, let's go through all the characters that we have. So, returning, you have and the actors. So, returning, you have Viola Davis uh, is uh, mm-hmm. Amanda Waller. Uh, Joel Kinnaman is coming back as Rick Flag uh, in in the yellow yeah. shirt, the yellow <laughs> like kind of a little bit more close to what you usually mm-hmm. see in the comic book. Uh, Margot Robbie as uh, Harley Quinn, of course, and. Looks like killing it, yeah. just the same. And, like honestly, I'm glad they're not backtracking into previous Harley in, in like right. in any way. Like th- this is a character that's actually getting evolution. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like obviously, at this point, her character is kind of the through line. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like uh, between uh, Suicide Squad, then. Uh, Birds of Prey, and now this. So. Is she the Iron Man of this I, universe? <laughs> I mean, almost. <laughs> Damn near close. Bold statement there. Uh, <laughs> Jai Courtney is returning as Captain Boomerang, and then we get into Idris Alba as Bloodsport. Like, uh, like I said, I don't really know much about this character. I understand that he can essentially teleport guns to his hands. Yeah, that, that's what I got from it too. <laughs> He, he, well, it's not just guns. I just think he said any type of weapon. Oh, okay. Yes. Any type of weapon. Yeah. Sure. Why not? It's not and like a D&D I, character someone would have made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, when they announced him, and at first, which is weird, because the first announcements of Idris Alba joining the movie was, he's replacing Will Smith as Deadshot. And I, I was not for this. I was like, no, that's not cool. There's other characters he could play. Mm-hmm. We don't need to replace Will Smith. You you don't want to bring back Will Smith? That's fine. You know you don't never need to have him come back as Deadshot. I would like him to, but they don't have to. I wanted him to be Bronze Tiger. Maybe that was a little too on the nose and and mm. obvious. So James Gunn went with Bloodsport. Sure, we'll see how that works out. It, like th- this this sets up a conversation that I want to make sure and hit later, Mitch, about car- actors going across superhero universes. Okay, we'll get well, to it later. You want to talk about that? You need to talk about the next guy, David Dasmalchin. Is poking oh, out. Yeah. David Dalton has done everything in comic book movie. <laughs> he was on Gotham. He was on Flash. He was on uh, the Dark Knight. He was in. Man, man. 
he's in ant-man yeah he's a prominent person in ant-man he writes his own comic books and now he's playing polka dot man for james gunn in wow. the Squad. so i i if i if i understand him correctly i think he's a little bit like uh speedball from the marvel universe but i'm not sure Dude, that's all i've ever thought of their power okay good yeah, he, he's like a west coast avengers bad guy kind of character like you don't <laughs> see him in the main comics that it makes complete sense. So, <laughs> so my uh, question to you guys is: Oh wait, are, are we done with all the characters? No, huh? Oh, no, there's still okay. Okay, I'll, I'll say this after. I'll say this after. <laughs> John Cena is peacemaker, and the only thing you really know about him is that he be- he believes in peace at any cost, even if that means killing people. <laughs> Michael Rooker, Captain America. That's yeah. right. He, he says it himself: "Douchey Captain America." <laughs> <laughs> this is, this sounds like a D and D character. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely, he is the the priest tank kind yeah, of thing. Like lawful good or well, I got it good, got it good. Yeah, uh, Michael Rooker is savant. I, I know I've heard that name, don't really know the character. Uh, Fula Borg is javelin, and Fula Borg is just a funny, funny dude. So I'm happy he's mm-hmm. in the movie. I don't really understand what's going to happen with javelin, but <laughs> sure, we're there. Uh, Daniela Melchor is the Ratcatcher Rat 2, which I believe they created just for the movie because Ratcatcher, I don't think there is a successor to Ratcatcher, mm-hmm. uh, a dude was, in the Batman games or Batman comics. What'd you say, Steven? I was very curious when I saw it. I was like, did that say a 2? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if she's going to end up being related to the first Ratcatcher or what, but uh, we'll have to see in the movie. Peter Capaldi is Thinker, you know, uh, the 12th Doctor, for those who watch Doctor Who, coming in as the Thinker. This is going to be interesting, uh, which I believe, yes, he was, the Thinker was a character that was the big baddie for the fifth or sixth season of The Flash. Fifth, I can't remember. yeah. The fifth? Okay. Uh, good season, just for anybody who wants. Uh, Mei Ling Ning is Mongal. Pete Davidson is Blackguard. Elise braga which i never knew that her name was alisi until Wait. james gunn said it that way <laughs> i always thought it was alice but cool. yeah i, I had no idea but I, I like that actress a lot though i'm i'm very curious and you can see her this week in new mutants if you go and check that out she is oh. Celia reyes uh but she is so sorry in this mo- in this uh movie and i don't know that character either <laughs> nathan Fillion is tdk okay no idea what tdk could have stood for and uh or who he is or what's going on but nathan philly and i'm there so what this, are we is, this is the one okay we have characters in this or actors in this who are playing across universes and everything oh yeah what if this is the one that he he sticks with and you don't get to see him in any other superhero movie i'm not what? gonna be happy yeah because <laughs> <laughs> what if this character is so good and people only think of him as that you know, will you, play James Gunn? will you will you boycott James Gunn movies after this? I will not boycott James Gunn movies. <laughs> I will be upset. I will word a very uh you know greatly written tweet towards James Gunn. <laughs> other than that, yeah, I'm not. Uh so I I don't know if you recognize the 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 like the drawn logo they had for Nathan Fillion when they showed this off. But his arms are very much at- detached from his body in that when yeah. they in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So the understanding, I believe, I don't know if you want to hear this or not, Stephen. Sorry if it's uh, 
it's going to spoil it for you. But the TDK stands for the detachable kid, which is going to be the more grown up version of Arm Fall Off Boy from DC Comics. <laughs> <laughs> the character what? he rips off his own arm so that he can beat people to death with them. <laughs> wow. Yes. Dude, I only thought of like the audio company <laughs> for TDK. I, thought, like that. I, I immediately thought of the Dark Knight. I was like, maybe uh-huh. this is the guy that wants to be the Dark Knight but doesn't go by the Dark Knight. <laughs> he goes by TDK kind of thing. But nope. The oh, detachable kid. Detachable kid. <laughs> wow. Uh, Sean Gunn, who uh, <laughs> is in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies also, and is the body of Rocket Raccoon in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Re- as well as he- He's reprising his role here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Weasel, which, once again, not a character I know about in the DC universe. <laughs> but obviously a full-grown anthropomorphized weasel character. And who seems to... I don't know. He's got something going on. Those eyes hold secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so my uh, question to you guys is how much of the cast is going to survive? Well, we have one more character. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? right? Steven, Steven's uh, call out, King Shark, uh, uh, is, well, so I underst- as I understand it, Steve Agee is the body for king shark mm-hmm. i guess we don't know if he's the voice yet because this article i'm looking at says that it might be taika watiti is the voice that's literally all i wanted when they oh showed my god and i looked up things afterwards i was waiting for the part where you, we would get a taika watiti feature i mean that's literally all I wanted. so <laughs> wow I, I i didn't know that if he's gonna be the voice that i'm I guess I'm more excited for that. That's funny. <laughs> Imagine him being Korg in this universe. Yep. Like, yeah. Like, I, I want it. <laughs> okay, Andy, your question is, how many people are going to actually survive? Yep. Other than Margot Robbie, I say they're all possibly dead. <laughs> <laughs> Arm fall off boy dies very fast. Uh, I mean, I think if you watch trailers, you're probably going to be able to figure out who is mm-hmm. going to die off quickly and who's not because just like in the first suicide squad you only saw that one clip of uh slipknot obviously because yeah. died, <laughs> you know three minutes into seeing him kind of thing so i guess i mean unless they do like they did for deadpool 2 where they had all the x-force like <laughs> just die right away take into the movie because they killed them right away uh yeah uh, yeah because i even in that feature he says don't get attached to anybody which is right away you're just like okay who are they killing off like but yeah i mean i i don't see a lot of the characters coming back for the sequel because this is a reboot right a soft reboot to yeah, the other soft. suicide yeah kind but, of soft reboot i i would say i i think you're definitely going to find out that they're going to refer back to things in the first movie but it's not going to be beholden to it yeah I think they sarcastically talk negatively about the previous movie. I oh, think you're absolutely oh right. My God. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, well, I, I feel bad because um, Margot Robbie was like, it's nice to finally have a director with a vision. And <laughs> like, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, that's no, <laughs> I wouldn't you didn't throw that much shade. It was just more like, I think it was just more like it's, you know, James Gunn has a vision. Like, I, I don't know the way I read it. It wasn't as scandalous. 
Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, just. I, I feel like a lot of the shine for people is kind of rubbing off of David Ayer in general. I mean, I wrong. he's a no, you're, you're not wrong. He's a very, I don't want to say controversial director, but like there's always something around him. Like bright was a thing. And that might've been, you know, more of a, the writer of that movie. Uh, Tax collector is a really big thing right now, but that's because of, you know, Shia playing a certain type of character and does, is it appropriation or not? I think David Ayer has this rough exterior, but I, I so enjoy his movies. End of, end of watch is such a perfect movie for me. Great. Yeah. And, uh, fury is good. Sabotage is not bad. I, I like it a lot, but I understand why people don't like it. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I am very curious to see how it nets out. That's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. Wait, is uh, that one 2021 as well? Is I oh, I think uh, yes, it's supposed to be 2020 because I okay. I almost feel like it was supposed to come out this year, like the end of this year sometime, but obviously it got pushed because it's it's supposed to. I don't know if it's gonna have. Uh, it shouldn't have any connection to the Batman at all, but I don't know. Mm-mm. Uh, Wonder Woman. Who loved this trailer? I I don't hate this trailer. I like this trailer. I'm just shocked. They already had all of their stuff hit the market for marketing tools. Um, mm-hmm. every, like every Doritos bag that showed her in that gold armor already. Mm-hmm. Toys were out there that said like the the name of different things like the gold armor and stuff. So they're like it's like the biggest lead for everything it's like when when like the pop vinyl comes out a little bit early and everyone's like oh like did they give a name to baby yoda though (laughs) they did give a name to baby yoda in this sense and they did it like a year and a half before the movie finally came out and that's crazy it's it's kind of sad that this movie was done before the end of last year like because their original date was supposed to be november of last year Mm -hmm. and then they were like no 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 we want to do the summer so that we have the summer movie again just like we did the first one and then obviously that didn't happen. And then they had to push it back and they had to push it back. And now it's back to Ugh. November of this year. And who knows? Like uh, this, this movie was, is already in the, like, there's not more stuff that's going to be rendered. I don't think like and, and you, that's what we said about the Snyder cut. <laughs> We're going to get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> Cause we need to talk about that. But yep. I just, I, my biggest worry about this movie like i'm for it i'm i'm there to watch this movie I, i'm there to watch it watch wonder woman versus cheetah like that is my biggest thing about this movie it, it, could you have guessed that we would get that on-screen fight at no, all no absolutely not <laughs> I, I would not have thought i would i was gonna get this at all but i don't understand what they're gonna be doing with steve trevor like yep bringing him back for this movie i get it you want to bring chris prime back like mm-hmm. it's it's a big selling point but bringing him back, if he sticks around, really just like to me discounts his sacrifice in the first movie. Yeah, I thought about that during the trailer. I okay. weighed in my mind: Would I be mad if he just stays around now through some crazy whatever comic magic? He gets to be around whatever Diana's doing. Steve's involved in some way. I like it. <laughs> If, if they give me an explanation, wait, no, you know, I just watched a man uh, in a movie get brined 
in pickles. <laughs> oh my god! A hundred years later, and I I was fine with it. So you know what? they can put him in pickle brine. I don't even care. It's fine. Just give me a good story with it. It's my, my only good. yeah yeah my, my only thing is they shouldn't have released another trailer. I feel like they should have just given us like a sneak peek, something. I mean, maybe a minute or two, but like a sneak peek because yeah, I feel like. What is this? The third trailer? Second trailer? I think it's uh, the, third, third or more. I think. Like, no, I think it's the third. Third. big trailer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I just feel like, I mean, I, I feel like especially you guys. I feel like we can come up with more of a story. We're like, okay, I feel like this is gonna happen now. Okay, this person is doing this. Like, I feel like the more they give us, the less we're gonna be impressed with the movie. I kind of hope that it's a situation where there's some kind of turn. I hope they've learned from their previous advertising, like for justice league and Batman versus Superman that they just can't give everything away, even though they're obviously not in control of who is making decisions for certain trailer stuff that gets cut by trailer. You know, Um, I really hope they just put in things where it's like not this scene and not this scene and not this scene and not anything that looks like this person's wearing this outfit. Cause that's going to tell you about this. Yeah, like, I I really hope that's the case, and there's some big turn that makes it have so much more. Otherwise, like if a final the final fight and everything is that fight scene where we saw Cheetah jumping across the rocks and whatnot, then I will be kind of like, what are we doing? I think it doing? is though. I, I think, think so. it is because I mean the three scenes that they showed us with three different outfits was the first one was them like in that building, second one was she's wearing like a darker outfit, and then Cheetah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all this is predicated on the fact that Maxwell Lord somehow was able to give people their dreams, and mm-hmm. Cheetah's dream is to be, to be somebody, to be powerful, kind of thing. I guess to be noticed, to be noticed. Uh, and Diana's dream is to have Steve back, and mm-hmm. we'll have to see what that means. Like if if you read the comic books, Wonder Woman and Maxwell Lord definitely have a big history. I think you'll, if you read the comics, you're going to see a certain ending uh, in this that relates back to that. Mm-hmm. That's me completely guessing. No, I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, we had talked about the things for people's like webcam quality, different stuff like that, and mm-hmm. how we felt about it. Uh, this was the best part of the entire show because uh, was it, uh, Kristen Wiig, she had the best haircut in the entire show. <laughs> she had that haircut. Bring her back just so she can be on screen with that awesome freaking do. There you go. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I think it was, it was like it was a like, lot shorter, it right? Was like it was short, like, like, like dark on the sides. Yeah. Blonde on the yeah. Good haircut. <laughs> uh, as of right now, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out October 2nd, 2020. <clears throat> uh, Snyder Cut. Do you want to talk about that now? Yes, someone else go first on this one. I don't know how I feel about this. Okay, so just to get the, the basics out, you know, there is go- it's going to be a mini series on HBO Max. It's going and it's not going to come out till I believe next March or April. Uh, it's going to be four one-hour episodes, mm-hmm. which I believe yep. they're going to release once a week for four weeks, and then after that, it will be cut together as one four-hour thing. Oof. Um, <laughs> I want it to be. I will only watch it as the four-hour cut. Okay, that's fair. Wow. Um, I want to say this: this is a Zack Snyder cut of <laughs> Justice League. This yeah. is not the fabled Zack Snyder cut of Justice League that they said yeah. existed since day one. Did I just want to say exist. 
at all. It does not exist. If it existed, they wouldn't have needed an extra 40 plus million dollars to make yeah. it. Okay. We are not going to be getting any new footage because they can't really film anything new. Uh, it's, it's, it is what it is. I'm going to watch it because I want to, I want to see, I want to see things. I like seeing comic book stuff. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of the Justice League that we got. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be a fan of this. That was the question I wanted to ask. So for you, Mitch, you did not like it. Andy, did you watch it? Yeah, I didn't like it either. Okay. I have not watched it. Oh. I have not watched any version of this. I didn't talk to Zach. I didn't get the new one. I didn't watch the (laughs) old one. Uh, So I'm going to, in one week, sit down and watch the original version and then that longer cut. In one week. I am here to watch that with you. You want to do it over Discord? I, I will do it over Discord, or maybe we'll do it in person. Maybe at that point, we can actually meet each other in person. It's the coronavirus will be gone. <laughs> no, I, I, there's no version of this movie that existed that was this Zack Snyder cut, the, the fabled one that was supposed to have existed that everyone made the websites and they talked a whole lot about before showing the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because this movie is reframed. It's what whatever like they made up that bullshit aspect ratio that was one sixty six one yeah to, to put out a three four aspect ratio movie yep like they the movie was not shot with that in mind no the entire thing Mitch you you remember this time when you would get a like you'd go out and get a VHS for a movie and the movie that you saw in the theater was different it wasn't it wasn't just like like the a letterbox cut or whatever letterbox was was shit on and yeah. people wanted, they wanted the pan and scan version oh. of the movie so <laughs> like the thing would like reframe to show the main action in the middle of the thing mm-hmm. an example of a movie a, a modern movie that's 16 by 9 that was shot with this kind of framing in mind is mad max fury road yep that was intended for the characters to be in the middle of the frame the entire time. This movie was not that. And so there's in, there's no version of this in my mind. And I know I'm going into a, with a bias because of this, but there's no version of this movie that is good. Almost purely because of that one fact. <laughs> they framed like a whole shot where like they're like everything is shot on thirds. It's the rule of thirds. Like yeah. something is supposed to be interesting. It leads you in, into a, point everything is shot with that way like in that way to take advantage of a full thing and give it a more cinematic feel if they chose to just take footage and just choose one part of a shot it's got to become weaker for that it has to you're absolutely right it's just i they played up the whole like we won (laughs) like aspect of this whole thing like you fans won. You got what you wanted. And I'm like, I mean, it's not what I wanted. I, I, I don't understand. Am I not a fan? I do, however, want this to exist as a thing where people cried out so hard on the internet, got what they quote unquote wanted. And this one sucks because I've had to listen to people say, this could be like a Sonic situation about people complaining about things on the internet for the past like year now or whatever. I mean, that's <laughs> not a good thing. No, no, the the Sonic one, I like that was a good redesign. That was yeah, better. I mean, that definitely was. It's a good thing that that happened for Sonic. But like, this is not a good precedent. This is not oh. a thing that we should be championing. Like, yes, we won out with the Sonic movie because that 
horrible design in the first one. The first trailer was just <laughs> scary as I'll get it. Uh, but I, I, really, I really like what you said, Mitch, that this isn't the Snyder Cut version. It's a version of the Snyder Cut. Right. Yeah, it's completely true. Like, I don't know. I mean, and I keep telling people, I'm like, I didn't like Batman v Superman. Nope. I, I thought Man of Steel was okay. I, I so, retroactively like Man of Steel better after watching <laughs> Batman v Superman. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that, that's why I'm just like. Comparison or because it made it better? No, in comparison. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, what are the chances I'm going to like his third film? Yeah. You're, That's what I'm just like. Absolutely uh, right. Like, and 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 not only that, he is getting the opportunity to make changes after people hated on things from the original. Like, mm-hmm. he can and he can he can go and don't get me wrong. I love Zack Snyder. I like his movies in general. Like, I like Sucker Punch. I know I'm the only one out there, but I like it. I like The Watchmen. It is completely surface. It does not dive into any of the real deep issues that Watchmen Watchmen brings up but i still like the look of that movie 300 was cool like i enjoyed watching that movie like it should also be stated you also are a fan of joss whedon i am also a big fan of joss whedon it's not like there weren't good things going in for that movie yes exactly so it's it's just that movie was just all around bad like nobody seemed to have the understanding of any of the characters for me like Mm -hmm. they just don't so now other than wonder woman like they've they've got Wonder Woman down. Like she is <laughs> she is made perfect for the cinematic universe that they are creating. But the, the uh, one thing I do want to put in here is I want to future proof us. Okay, <laughs> what's in, that mean? In case we're wrong. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I apologize now. <laughs> if if the movie is if the four hour miniseries is amazing, I will come right on to Twitter and, and do a live like stream of me eating a shoe. Like it will just be that much <laughs> an apology. I, I'm going to quickly start Googling whatever like mushroom or something is called a shoe, but, like spelled <laughs> weird. So you don't have to eat like a piece of footwear. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it will just be cake made into <laughs> look like a shoe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope this is good just because people the dc fans deserve something good mm-hmm. but i i just don't see how even what we've seen so far dark side is bad dark side is so bad it looks bad like it's, i'm sure he's gonna render great. it more but it looks bad you say he's gonna he's gonna what render it more no oh. no i think the entire reason like y- you mean they're gonna like do Fix more in yeah. other parts yeah no, I, I think the thing that we saw i i say so, <laughs> One of the things that people were talking about on the internet was actually that um, the uh, the aspect ratio they chose to do might actually be in part to save renders, and, like Ooh. save actual money. That hurts. Yeah. Ugh. If that's yeah. the case, that'll be nuts. I I want to watch the documentary about this movie fifteen years from now. Yep. Hopefully, in the accelerated timeline that we live in at the moment, it will be. <laughs> In five years from now, <laughs> <laughs> the the other thing is is what happens if it's good? Then like, I eat a shoe. No, 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 no. And, and the yeah. way that like, what happens? We're already seeing what 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 that means. Ben Affleck is coming back to be in uh the Flash movie. Like that's what this means. If this movie is good, we will have 
we will have a Justice League 2. We will have Batfleck around for more movies. He might even get his his movie that will coexist at the exact same time as Matt Reeves' Batman. Like, are we not, are we not treating the, the separate films like that as like AUs? What do you mean? Like alternate universes. So I've like for Joker, like that's I treat that as a separate Earth. Oh yeah, it's it's most definitely separate, but we haven't really used the word multiverse in any of these movies yet. So that's all I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. I I think with them going into Flash next, I I just feel like they're setting themselves up for oh, yeah. that kind of thing most to make definitely. it easy to rebuild the universe. Well, see, I don't think they're going to rebuild it. I think they found their idea with let's just make as many movies as we can, and they can. And the Flash movie will explain that each one of these exp- lives in a different universe. Mm. But what does that mean? You, like, like Andy's saying, what does that mean if this movie is great and the Batman is also great? Like, do we have do we have more Batfleck movies and then also uh, Battinson movies going forward? Like, is well, it two competing uh, franchises uh, with with Andy and myself? I did. I did want to ask Andy a question. Do you yeah. think he's just signed on to be Batman again, and they're just not talking about it yet? Because have you seen him going around? Oh he's no, he jacked did. again. Who are you, you talking about? Ben Affleck? Yeah, yeah. yeah he he's signed on to be in the Flash movie. Well, no, yeah. I get that one, but like he he could be like kind of pudgy under a suit. You know, they could like pat it out a little bit. No, he is jacked. Oh yeah. yeah no, he he, he, was, he was pudgy under the Justice League suit. Like that's. Yeah. That was the thing. Like he got in all that shape for the Batman v Superman movie, but when it came to filming Justice League, apparently he was just like, ah, I don't really need to get in that oh. shape. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why you don't get the shirtless scene in the Justice League like you did. That makes, that the makes sense. Scene in, in Batman v Superman. <laughs> but I mean, okay, so Justice League came out 2017, I, somewhere around there, 16, 2016, 2017. 2000, like, okay, so how, how old is how old is Affleck? Oh, he's forties, fifties, fifties, right? So, yeah. w- if if this for whatever reason is a great movie, okay. we're not gonna get another Batman movie, uh, uh what's called a Batflick movie for three years. Uh, I think we can do it in two years now. Like they're able right. to do these superhero movies in two years. That's fair. Yeah, like a hard turnaround time, especially if they decide to do it where it's like a a more grounded, like in alleys kind of thing. Plus, plus the, a lot of the, the pre-production time is like is writing the script and he already has his Batman movie script like that. He, oh, he yeah. Mario wrote like it's a thing. So uh, that plus. Uh, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, either way, I am. Interested in seeing what this is going to be. I am not expecting much from it. Mm-hmm. I was hoping it was going to come out sooner. Apparently, he needs all that time. (laughs) Before we get into the last trailer of the night, let's talk about Shazam real quick. They had a panel. They announced the new title uh, of the sequel. It's going to be called Shazam and the Fury of the Gods. And we don't know if this is a joke or not, but Sinbad showed up for the panel and he says that he's going to be in the second movie. I want it so much. I mean, they are playing up the Mandela effect thing that people yep. believe that he was in a movie where he played a genie called Shazam, but it is. I was know, one of those. I remember. I remember seeing that. Yeah. It's Kazam. It's it is Kazam. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a whole thing, and I am here for it because I love mm-hmm. the first Shazam movie, and I am excited to see what they do with the second one. Uh, 
Black Adam uh-huh. starring The Rock. <laughs> we don't have any footage for it because they ha- still haven't shot anything for it, but The Rock has been attached to this movie for 10 years as he's yeah. a decade, and they still haven't made the movie. He was a producer on Shazam because he's been attached to this movie for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed us some artwork in motion that was created by Jim Lee and Boss Logic. At, at this point, Boss Logic is just the kingmaker from uh-huh. for comic book like proposals, right? Yes. Yeah. As soon as someone gets online that's a celebrity or 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 it's rumored, like he usually creates a an image of what that person would look like yep. in said suit, which most of the time, ninety nine percent of the time, I enjoy. Like I I'm all for. It. I keep trying to get him to create characters that I say. Like certain actors, <laughs> certain characters. You don't listen to me. You don't you don't see my <laughs> tweets, but. That's okay. I understand. Uh, <laughs> so this in motion book or comic or in motion comic trailer, so to speak, showed us kind of the story of Black Adam, which I'm assuming we're going to get a lot of in the movie. I am afraid that it's a little bit too much like Scorpion King, if anybody remembers that. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Like so in the Scorpion King, uh, the Rock's character is a guy who's fighting for his people, and then he finds a power that then allows him to overthrow his uh, uh, oppressors, and then because of that power, it corrupts him, and then he becomes the enemy in Mummy Two, like kind of mm-hmm. thing. Because the Scorpion King is a prequel to the Mummy Two. It's kind of the same thing here. He he his people are being oppressed. He finds the the wizard Shazam. Shazam gives him the powers of of Shazam. He gets all that power, but then they try and tell him that he needs to do it a certain way, and he's like, "Nah, that's not cool." They put him. They they lock him up, and now he's like, "Well, you're never gonna lock me up again. I'm gonna do what I want to do." Like maybe he doesn't become the full on villain that he did. He he does full on villain monster that he does in the Mummy, but uh, that's definitely what they portray in the first Shazam movie in that little backstory that they show my only thing with this is just like you said it's 10 years and that's all we got that's all we, well they haven't filmed <laughs> anything for it, man it's, just, it's Ex- exactly though like <laughs> like i get it coronavirus happened this year they've had nine other years to do you something seem, you seem to forget that the rock has been making fast and the fierce movies yeah, yeah. That's the one I was going to say. Imagine being The Rock where everything has to be so finely detailed. Where like you're going to be in this place for exactly 13 minutes. You've got to fit in chicken and broccoli dinner, one (laughs) workout, and a meeting to talk about Jumanji 17. Like The dude has to wake up two hours before he wakes up so that he can eat and then work out (laughs) two hours later. It's weird. So like imagine that situation and then trying to also make a movie with the people who are behind the DCEU who have changed several times now. Several times. Biggest names. Uh, like, I can't imagine. He's like, he's got to have treated them like Tyrese tweeting at him all grumpy about stuff. And he like, he's just like, kiss my ass. Come to me when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he would talk any less than playing with them. He's got all the power in the world. Mm-hmm. At this point, for like for, for movies or anything. But it's just I, like, we couldn't even see him in the suit. Like... <laughs> Yeah, you know that's right. I I I wish they would have at least given us a suit. Like they, someone could have made the suit for him to wear at at some point in that in that. Yeah, but that's fine. It will be a bigger reveal next year at next year's DC fandom. Two years. 
and, uh, we also got to, we also get to find out that there's going to be four JSA members in this movie, which I am super stoked about oh, because I love the JSA. I we didn't get, know that. You didn't see the second trailer, the second part of the no, trailer. No, I guess not. We get Doctor Fate, Hawkman, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone, which are all wow. very cool characters. There has been a little thing on Twitter between The Rock and Ryan Reynolds about him yeah. telling Ryan Reynolds he is going to be playing Hawkman. He doesn't get that. to he doesn't get to say anything else about it. So <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Well, I mean, my favorite part out of the whole like um, Ryan Reynolds and The Rock was. The little trailer with Green Lantern and Tom Cruise being the Green Lantern. <laughs> that was so good. Of course, that that's your Andy, who who would you like Tom Cruise to be in the DC movies? I think Green Lantern. I, I think things we've got right now. No, 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 with what we've got now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's hard. Um, <laughs> you know, just, I'll tell you this right now: they missed the mark. By putting Pedro Pascal in as Maxwell Lord, they should have done Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise would have made a great Maxwell Lord. I kind of want him to be the the Minotaur guy from Roxxon in Thor. Oh, the one that Christian Bale's playing? Yeah. Oh, that would have been interesting. I wanted him to be him. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know enough about these characters, but I trust you guys. Dang, I, I don't, I don't think I would change anybody. I mean, if if we were gonna go for someone, I would want Tom Cruise to be an older Hal Jordan, like right at the right as he's about to retire or become Parallax. That was your idea, Mitch. That he just becomes Parallax, and that's a one and done movie. <laughs> there you go. He could be a part of the DCEU. Uh, yeah. one, the only character, the only cast member other than The Rock in Black Adam we have so far is Noah. Centimio? I I don't I know I'm not saying his his name correctly. Oh guys, he is from the, he's, <laughs> he, he's from the PS or to all the boys I loved before. Yeah. Uh or all the yeah, that those two movies on Netflix. Plus he is going to be in The Masters of the Universe as He-Man. He-Man. Mm. So he is <laughs> he him and the Rock even have a little banter about working out at, <laughs> at, at their uh the fandom panel, which of course, you know, who can actually step up to the rock and working out? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. On, well, no, no, I take it back. Maybe that guy from Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. That dude is jacked. That dude is jacked. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into the Batman. Oof. I want to say that I am very much interested. Like, everything about this trailer makes me interested. And the fact that Matt Reeves said that this is only 25%. We were only able to shoot 25% of this movie before COVID locked them down. So with the, everything we saw is the 25%. The only thing I can't stand at this moment is that suit. I don't like it. Why can't we get a middle ground between the suit, the Batman suit in this, and which is, you know, so we're doing it super grounded and it, it's meal piece together. And then the over-the-top, ridiculous, comic-book-accurate suits that we're getting in the Suicide Squad. Like, mm. the Suicide Squad costumes, for the most part, I think look too ridiculous. Like, I think they're just too much. They're, I'm not okay with it. But why can't we have a middle ground? Where is the, the, the Wonder Woman outfit? Like, they did her costume, like, justice, so to speak, <laughs> in representation to the comic books. I don't know. I I feel like Christian Bale Batman's kind of spoiled things. I everyone wants it grounded yeah. too with like yeah, tactical yeah. boots and stuff. 
But see, I and as much as I complain about the Batman v Supermans and the the Justice League, I like the suit in that. I like oh, yeah. the Batman mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. You can't sit there and tell me, well, how is he just wearing the cloth and and fighting off all these guys? There's a dude flying and shooting heat beams out of his eyes in those movies. <laughs> I don't need to worry about what the super mega mesh that he's wearing to protect himself from bullets is. Like it's, mm-hmm. it works. He's Batman. That's all I need. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess one of the biggest thing I heard, I was actually watching the panel for a little, and he says, um, with the costume, it needs to look like he made it. But and then I'm like, isn't like Bruce Wayne like a genius? Like, wouldn't he come up with something like better? He's super smart. Plus, he also has access to the most smart people in the world. Like, exactly. He can. Like, I don't. I it to me, it just. I don't like the way that the back of the helmet looks. I don't like. The, the 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 cape looks just like a plastic sheet on him for some reason to me I, maybe once again the special effects once they they do all that stuff and and add in the touches like it, maybe it will look better i just don't think it will i really like this one honestly and correct me if i'm wrong but i mean did did we know we didn't know much at all for this movie leading up to this trailer no like, we knew that there was just going to there's going to be a lot of a lot of villains in it like that's mm-hmm. all we've known so far do you think in this, because I think we, we clearly saw Catwoman. Yep. Which uh, is Billy Kravitz, which I think is hilarious because Jason Momo is Aquaman and, you yeah. know, Billy Kravitz is his stepdaughter. Like, it's just yeah. funny. No, keep it in the family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for this, like, I like the Catwoman outfit for this one. Okay. I'm curious to find out what's, like, propping up her beanie in this way. Because <laughs> it, it just looks like a beanie with two little points. Yep. Uh, but I like pretty much this entire suit, but I have come around to where the novelty of the guns in the bat logo. I thought that was like, yeah, do, do the, the like shitty cheesy thing. Get it. Yeah. And now I've come around and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I don't gun, know. the gun that was used to kill his parents though. It makes the bat symbol. I do like that. This is the most emo Batman we've ever gotten. This is appropriate. Yes. Like, oh the the tone of the visuals for this feel like the animated series brought to life in so many ways i guess in some ways like it it's just the the whole city is just dour and gray mm-hmm. and i like that well and, and, and i mean it's his second year as batman so he still hasn't cleaned up everything so i think i really like that too well, i don't think batman's ever cleaned up everything like, even though bruce wayne is a multi-billionaire he could probably have used his money to clean up that <laughs> No problem, but he just felt the need to go break Junkie's arms. It's fine. Like, <laughs> Batman never ends up winning the war on crime in Gotham. Yeah. Doesn't happen. Uh, this is his second year, and I think the fact that you see him walking freely in a crime scene is the most interesting part of this movie. Yeah, and I, I yeah. think, um, like obviously, 100%, um, Jim Gordon knows so much more in this. Oh, yeah. I, I'm with the letter. Also, I'm very excited for the Riddler. I oh, Riddler is <laughs> my favorite bat bat villain. Like he is the, my my bat villain. Like so, the way that they're going about it with him, like the whole uh, serial killer leaves questions and stuff like that. That's yeah. That's like well, I don't you Paul you don't Dano? ever see him do serial killer stuff, but yeah. Is is it Paul Dano? Yes, yeah. Paul Dano is playing the Riddler. Okay, yeah, because like. Sign me up for all of this. <laughs> Did you catch Colin Farrell as yeah, the That's what I was going to say. 
no, what, where? <laughs> oh my so gosh, I got it. Playing penguin, and he is—he's the guy in the car that says, "This guy's insane." Like that part huh. of the trailer. Look, that look him up. Colin yeah. Farrell it doesn't look anything like Colin Farrell that you know. I had no. I thought that was like a police officer who was running away. No, it's it's wow. Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah. pause, pause on my still friends more. Nothing like him. I mean, I don't know how much you can see, but no, yeah, no, wow. Dixon <laughs> jowls for this. Yeah, yep. sure did. <laughs> so it's insane. So wait, um, do you think he's gonna change suits at any point, or is this it? Yes, you right? think so? I I very much think so. This is like everything else we know about this one. This is the most extra Batman we've got. He has a suit change. He has more than one Batmobile in this. Also, like, there's no chance we don't get a bunch of stuff with this. How do you feel about the the muscle car Batman car like Batmobile? Don't like fire. You don't like fire. I mean, it's a thing. It's a thing that's been in the Batmobile. It's like, trust True. me, I'm a big Tumblr fan. Like, I like the Tumblr, but <laughs> yeah. So I think there should be. I was talking to Franny yesterday. There should be a big difference between Batman and Bruce Wayne, and I feel like both of them are pretty dark. Like, I like how Christian Bell played Bruce Wayne, how he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a playboy. Oh, I'm going to get into this, like, fountain because I own the hotel, like, with these hot models. Like, like <laughs> that's what I want in a Bruce Wayne. Like, I get it. He's super sad. It's dark. But you should have a difference between two characters or well, <clears throat> between the one character. <laughs> yeah, the two different sides. Like, when he needs yeah. to play with the Bruce Wayne part, he needs to play it up. I, yeah. I really get to it. And I, I think we haven't seen that part of the trailer yet like they haven't shown that in the trailer yet like you're you're gonna have to do that how do you guys feel about him not doing a batman voice though i like it yeah i, I always feel like you need to have a different like even in the animated series bruce wayne has a different voice than batman but di- didn't he di- make it deeper I, I i mean at least a little bit like i, I didn't seem like it to me yeah, it sounded straightforward. I mean, one of the biggest times when I really thought about that was as a kid. I was watching Power Rangers in space, uh, and the Psycho Rangers uh, identified who the Power Rangers were with their voice, mm-hmm. like outside of costumes, and they like assaulted them when they were just walking around. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's every superhero ever." Yeah, that's true. I remember <laughs> that. The coolest things ever. Uh-huh. But at this point. I don't want to hear another like you gotta be careful out there. Kind of like Batman voice. I, I never want it again. It doesn't have to be gravelly. Like I just feel like there needs to be a difference. There needs to be something that changes for he's my peace of mind. He's just British when he's Batman. <laughs> Fine. I'm I'm okay with that. Fuck off. So he's gonna be straight up chav. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one thing I did forget about when we were talking about the Snyder Cut, or <laughs> you know, they they show the scene where Batman puts his forearm up and blocks a bunch of like yeah, parademon like mm-hmm. shots. I don't understand how that's gonna work, but fine. Like it is a direct <laughs> answer to like him getting beat up by one parademon in the Justice League uh version, and he he's like calls for the Nightcrawler. Like it's uh, it's bad, but either way. I- I like how you have all these names like there, like Justice League, yeah, Batflick, Batinson. I have never heard the Justice League one. Yeah, that you haven't heard that? for me. Oh, I hear. I've heard that one several times. I didn't come up with it. Trust me, I, I I'm not that clever. Uh, 
and and the Battenson, I've heard like it was either going to be bringing him out of your sleeve. Like I'm just like what? <laughs> just casually throwing him out there in the conversation. Yeah, Arbats is my favorite one though. That's Ar- far you like Arbats? I like Battenson better, but Arbats is good. <laughs> uh, okay, like was there anything else you wanted to say about the 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 uh, Batman trailer? Because like the the whole tape on the face thing and like the the fact that we're going to get a detective Batman is is mm-hmm. so cool to me. Um. I, I do wonder what it is, what the Riddler is going to look like. If it's just going to be straight up that tape face kind of looking thing, then that's, that's a, that's a decision that that's a, that's a way to go. I, I just, like you said, like I want him to be a detective. I want them to do the things that they haven't done before. Yes. And whether people are happy or very unhappy about <laughs> that, I'll be happy to have seen them do like something different. At this point, the things that were missing. Yeah. Oh, one thing I do want to talk about the the one static shot you watch of uh, Batman beating that guy down. Yeah. yeah. Sound the sound work on that is amazing because it really makes you feel those thuds. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they don't do a whole bunch of cuts and move moves move arounds and stuff like that, it's just holding on him fighting that guy. It is sick. Like yeah. that is pretty interesting. So is that the Joker gang for one? I don't know if it's supposed to be a Joker gang or it's just supposed to be a gang. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't know. Because I saw the... Cookies. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, already? Like, I was like, oh, okay. They're going for... They're going really in on this one. Yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I thought that fight scene was pretty cool. I remember just playing it just because the those punches. I was like, oh, dang. And yeah, he's ruthless. <laughs> I mean, he's just... He's already, like, down. And he's just like... I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a big fan like everybody else seems to be of the I'm vengeance uh line. It, Dude, it was you just, said you've seen people be fans of this? I have. I've heard, I've seen a lot of people be fans of this. Have you not? I have only seen the opposite. Oh, that's interesting. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm not in a boat alone. <laughs> uh thank you guys for, for joining me to talk about this. Uh it's such a interesting and cool event and uh uh i'm happy that we were able to discuss it mm-hmm. yeah thank for sure it was fun thank you <laughs> uh anybody listening to this would like to talk to me you can find me on twitter i'm at mitchipedia gem gem stands for geek elite media steven where can people find you online you can find me on the internet but more importantly you should go find andy where can they find you <laughs> oh wow that was fast uh <laughs> Hi, I'm Andy Canchola on everywhere, YouTube, Instagram. Um, you can just find me on well on Twitter on Andy with three Y's, so A N D Y Y Y Canchola. There you go, and make sure you listen to his show on our network. Pitch this, and if you want some extraness of it, go to our Patreon and listen to After Pitch. Uh, After our Patreon, Geekly Media on Patreon. We have cool tiers. We have lots of exclusive material now. Uh, we have after show, a little bit of after shows and uh, some behind the scenes like blooper stuff that we, we record while we're getting ready for a recording. Yes. Uh, Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out our website, geeklymedia.com for archived episodes of all our podcasts. And then make sure to rate and review us on whatever podcatcher you use so that we can further spread the word of our network to others but until next time this is overtime on the geekly media network saying always remember to geek out 
this concludes our broadcast. 